Well, welcome back to the American Dudeocracy. Kamikaze. What is up, buddy? Hello. Still working on it. Working on the smoke rings. We'll get her. So far, Slowly. we're like um, 20 or 30 podcasts in and no regular smoke ring that's um, been determined. <laughs> yep. Still MIA. Hold on. <laughs> I think, I think I so, there, those I of you out there, he's Woo. trying to circle his cigar and make a, a fake smoke ring. Hey, 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 hey. Is it a ring? Maybe it's smoke yeah. in a circle. Maybe yeah. It's a smoke it a little bit. It's a smoke circle. Okay. I do admire those guys that can blow one of those big old smoke rings and then, and then keep, blow one through it. Keep, like, oh. Keep doing two or three through it. Those, that's pretty talented. Oh, Matt's trying. Mm-hmm. I'll get no. there, buddy. Yeah. I'll get there. Okay, I got to practice. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Just fill your state. cheeks full of air, just like when you're playing the tuba. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just like when you're, just like when you're giving a speech to the anti-oil and gassers. <laughs> right. Lots of hot air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blowing hot air. Mayor Dave, what's up, buddy? Well, I am. Uh, it's a fancy shirt. Sorry, I just totally. Hey, how you doing, you. Dave? Let me cut you off. <laughs> Nice to hear from you, Dave. Now let's move on to... That's my company logo right there. That's pretty awesome, buddy. one of my four four shirts that I own with my company logo on it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dude, can I buy one of those? I want to buy one. I hang it up on the wall. I get you to sign it, and I'll put it next to Refrigerator Perry. Listen, when when this thing wears out, I'll let you have it. (laughs) Yeah. Mayor Dave will frame it and hang it up over there. (laughs) A little autograph on there. Yeah, <laughs> I won't wash it either. I hey, promise. Hey, hey, he's number game one game jersey. Hayes <laughs> hey, number one. That's right. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, my uh, so thinking about what we're uh, going to be talking about. You know, I, I was noticing the other day a, an article about uh, what's in our food versus UK and Canada. You guys ever? seen any of this stuff any of these comparisons no i don't pay attention to canadian food because they don't they don't even know how to name bacon <laughs> yeah a canadian yeah <laughs> well canadian bacon is uh well that's a that's the same thing as pork or ham or whatever i don't think in canada here in a year ham. or two you'll be able to own guns so they no. won't have much for food here soon any yeah either. canada's yeah, yeah. speaking I of which bad for canada man they're not going to have food in their food. Mm-mm. Two or three years ago, we had a friend that was mutual that went up there as a gal. And um, I think she took her pistol. I, I don't remember how she got across the border. Probably registered it here and there, but never seen her again. She, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's probably trafficked up there or something. But <laughs> anyway, the, the point is that she came back or, or actually reported back. That in order her for her to go out and just go shooting, she had number one. Of course, her gun had to be registered. She had to go down and let them know where she was going, when she was going, when she was going back. I like get a permit to go. Oh, plink? To just a go plinking plink. permit. Just yeah. You just, have to fill out a travel chit yeah. saying I'm headed from A to B. I might stop here and here for fuel or groceries. It's it's like a. Mm-hmm. A transportation chit mm-hmm. to, to go from how, here to crap, here with your gun. To go shooting. How, how would they enforce that? You live uh-huh. out in the sticks. Hello. Your backyard well, is your. Well, you know. Well, you know. They, were, they were doing it. It's because so, your smartphone's in your pocket the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, leave that thing. Anyway, there are huge differences in between, you know, the comparisons that I'm seeing are from, uh, you know, food that is. Um, manufacturing in America versus how they're marketing it in other countries, you know, and we're, we're talking about, um, you know, we're, we're in a mental health crisis already. So what's in our food too. You know, I mean, we're doing drugs, but right. So I, I look at, you know, Canada's they're a sister. I mean, they're right there. Right. So I look at the national, like Tyson, Tyson foods, they certainly distribute across the border. Right. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of the Canadian companies, are you know very the the big companies there's a lot of canadian companies that you'd be surprised of that we consume a lot of in america i wonder if they switch their ingredients and stuff when they anyway go ahead i don't know uh, are you talking about moosehead beer or what are you talking about 
All of it. All of it. Better not be changing it. Talking about maple syrup, eh? Eh? (laughs) Maple syrup and crown. Crown Royal. Yeah. (laughs) Why do I know all this whiskey stuff anyway? (laughs) So allegedly there are, there are us versions. uh, I mean, just as a quick kind of a six American products that are completely different overseas Take McDonald's French fries. One, uh, so, dude. Uh, of course, the number one ingredient in both of them is potatoes. Dude, yeah, I'm glad you're talking about McDonald's French fries because yes, potatoes. You're like, oh, potatoes. Potatoes are good. Please continue, Davo. Uh huh. All right. American has vegetable oil, which contains. Canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, hydrogenated soybean oil, natural beef flavor. There's something that is kind of a, a standout. Dextrose, sodium acid pyrophosphate, salt fried in a vegetable or oil blend with citric acid, and dimethylpropolysiloxane. Folks, what is all that? Isn't that what spilled in the train derailment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, half, you, you look man. at the uh, you look at the the opposite vinyl here. chloride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's some of that in the uh, Pennsylvania. It keeps River you regular. There. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at the UK version, uh, literally the ingredients are half. So it says potatoes, vegetable oil, which can uh, contains sunflower. And I don't know what rapeseed is. It it sounds intriguing. I'd like to find out what that is. But seed seed extract oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dextrose yeah. fried in non hydrogenated vegetable oil. Salt is added after cooking. It's virtually. It, it seems to be four items compared to almost twelve. Wow. So it, it's very strange on how just in Canada. So this is just no, French no, no, fries. This is UK. Oh, sorry, sorry. UK, UK and okay. America. Okay. Wow. Dang. So. So let me let me jump in for a second. Do it. On the McDonald's potatoes, they use a specific kind of potato, right? And they're very picky on what potatoes make the cut and which ones don't. So over the years, what they've been doing is they've been applying different chemicals to try to weed out bruises, discoloration, blah, 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 to grow flawless potatoes. So the process for these potatoes, they grow, obviously they grow a lot of them. It's a good thing for business, but the farms that grow them per the process for McDonald's. So they grow them and they apply all these different, they're, they're not <laughs> They're not organic. Surprise, surprise. They are very heavily <laughs> the opposite pesticide chemicals. Um, like I said, they, they use chemicals to genetically modify these potatoes to grow flawless. So after they're pulled out of the ground, they're then treated with a spray that goes on them after they're put in a big storage facility. And then they're treated with this chemical And then they have to stay in that storage facility for it's like seven days to let the gases escape from the chemicals because the VOCs that come off them are poisonous. And they have to allow them to breathe until all the chemical evaporates so they can then start the process of processing the potatoes to get them to where they can cook them. It is a very scary process for food. Wow. You are right. That's an Idaho russet is what they use. So let's let's even let's even talk about the bananas that you see on the shelf. Yeah. Dang. You know, I'm an old produce guy from uh from right. the day and yeah. we used ethylene gas in these big banana chambers <clears throat> that are airtight. Freeze them. So well, the bananas have to be shipped at 55 degrees, period. No no cooler, no hotter because they start the ripening stage and the, this ethylene gas is used for ripening. So what they do is they close them in. Everything's a temperature control, and they start heating it up. So, so they, they're like pretty green right now at this point. They're, they're as green as a cucumber okay, when okay, they come in. Okay, gotcha. And so they use this ethylene gas based off of the amount of latexes in the uh, the outer shell. 
they can tell um, how how mature they are. So once once they determine the maturity of the banana, they can tell you how long it takes to employ this uh, ethylene gas. This stuff is nasty and it stinks and it's in these big chambers and it's held for a certain amount of time. Then the air, then the chamber is vented and that starts the ripening process. But all your bananas are treated that way 100% uh, of the time. They're all shipped green. Now, the organic bananas probably don't have that, though. Yeah, they do. I think so. <laughs> yeah. The okay. organic the organic process stops once they're picked. Grown organically. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you noticed that sticker? Grown organically. It's true. That doesn't mean transported, treated, delivered organically. Yep. That means grown organically. It's, it's factually accurate, oh. but not completely factual. <laughs> Grab, grabbing uh, bits and pieces. There we go. Yep. So I'm getting real hungry for some French fries and some uh, <laughs> some bananas right now. Man. So, so sticking with McDonald's potatoes for a second, McDonald's uses a chemical to actually peel their potatoes. What? I did not know. Yeah. They use a chemical to peel the potatoes, which is why they have to let them sit for days until the chemical vapors the skin rots come off. down to enough of a level where they can actually <laughs> get in there and get them. The skin rots off. That's You know what? That's shrink loss is what that is. It's crazy, dude. It's the way to peel the skin without yeah. actually peeling it and have that shrink. Yeah. So. So then on down the line, so to touch base a little bit on the oils that Dave mentioned. So soy, soy oil, that's one of many soy oil, canola oil, um, vet, any, any vegetable oil, just vegetable oil that you see at the store, vegetable oil. Um, those three in particular, uh, ultra processed. And like Dave said, they go through this process of how they're made down to the point where they are actually washed in acid and other chemicals to get the right color, to get the right consistency. And these chemicals are poisonous to humans, but they put them through there and give them a bath to separate out the oils. So they come out the other side looking and in the right consistency to where they're liquid, they smell good, blah, 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 blah. These are ultra processed. And through these processes, they actually are, have been shown when they are heated up, they attach and grow carcinogens. Mm -hmm. That's what this, that's what these articles are saying. Yeah. Most of these chemicals in, especially the U S stuff yep. are all carcinogenic. So you, when you hear things, have you heard the term and I've heard it recently where people are like, Oh, don't use that oil. That's a pesticide oil. Hmm. Now what that means is they use the base product of that to spray because if they spray those oils on there, bugs don't even eat this stuff. <laughs> so then they, we use it to cook in. So soy, soy oil, soybean based oil is one of the most common used oils in fryers in America for two like reasons. Commercial. Yeah. Right. Commercial, any restaurant, most okay. restaurants, oh. especially high volume places that cook a lot of things in oil, fries, French fries, Burger King, right. uh, McDonald's, Arby's, uh, Wendy's, almost every major chain in America, probably even Chick-fil-A, they all use soybean oil for two reasons. They have to change the oil less frequently because it stays longer and it's cheaper. So those two reasons and soybean oil is one of the most processed oils you can find. Mm -hmm. The reason why it stays longer is because it's super ultra processed it goes through these processes to make it more stable to bring the level the smoke temperature up higher so it stays better longer it doesn't get burned as easy so these places are required to change their oils once a week now it used to be daily yes now it's once a week depending on volume yeah depending on volume sometimes twice a week so mm -hmm. the loss to the restaurant is good because they're not using as much oil, but the poison that they're cooking their food in is a hundred <laughs> times worse for us, the consumer. And people don't know that soybean oil. Remember we did that podcast on the impossible burger and the oh, soy yeah. protein, the soy, the mm. base of that soy is Same what makes this thing, oil. Really? The chemicals and, you know, um, back in the day, this is a case in point. How many have seen a red delicious apple in your stores? Oh, yeah. There's none. 
They don't sell anymore. It's been a while. And here, here's that. Do you remember back in the 70s and 80s when these things were that deep red? A red delicious apple was very crisp and red. What was happening is they were treating a lot of these trees in Washington with a chemical called ALAR. And what ALAR did was it gave these apples a deep red color. And for some reason, I don't remember if they outlawed it because it was carcinogen or found to be unhealthy or whatever. But somehow they outlawed it. So... Hmm. As, as the ALAR depleted from the trees, so did the color. So the Aye. red delicious apple does not mm. have the same deep red color that it used to. It's, it's more blotchy and ish green. And then, and then other varieties have now taken over. And it used to be the number one seller yeah. for, for years and years and years. But, honey, I like the honey crisps. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's wow. kind of a generic looking apple. They all kind of look alike right now. They're yeah, just that's like red. Yeah, and, it's red and golden. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's but a hodgepodge. Case in point. I think, yeah. there's, uh, I think there's like 150 varieties of apples now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy what they're grafting. Yeah. So look at, look at uh, just a couple other things thoughts here before uh, this computer dies but um this is found on food babe just so everybody knows i've got a couple couple little comparisons everybody can kind of go and look but i found a few articles on food babe too yeah i did i saved them yeah quaker oats strawberries and cream um about twice the twice the ingredients of the quaker oats so simple uh, found in the UK. Now, what's really different in this is our our uh, American ingenuity. What's the word I'm looking? Ingenuity. At? Ingenuity. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really not even getting a strawberry in there. It's an apple that's flavored with chemicals <laughs> and colors to simulate a strawberry. Uh, it's no kidding. It says treated with sodium sulfite, artificial. Uh, strawberry flavor, citric acid, red, number 40. Where, where's, where are our kids getting all this stuff? Salt, guar gum, artificial flavor, citric acid, niacinamide, vitamin A, polymate, reduced this iron. This is an oatmeal? Quaker uh, is, oatmeal? Yes. This they, is in your Quaker oatmeal This stuff. is in the... What? This is in the instant oatmeal. Yeah, the stuff, the little packets. The with stuff you feed the kids all the time. Yeah. yeah. All the sugar oh, and all the to, little fruit. Yep. Easy yeah. to make. Yeah, yeah. So that's another case in yeah. point. It's garbage, dude. Yep. You if can, it's not like cold rolled steel cut oats, it's got all these additives in it. It's it's awful. I had no idea. Yeah. Until I started looking at this stuff. U.S. Whoa. version of Mountain Dew uh, versus the U.K. Half the ingredients again for the U.K. No they kidding. actually use sugar and not high fructose corn syrup, which is another topic. Yeah. We need to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Sugar. Versus high fruit, high, high fructose, fructose corn. corn syrup. Yeah, yeah, it used to be just corn syrup, and then it's high fructose corn uh-huh. syrup, and that was introduced in the eighties. Yeah, eighty five. It's a bad deal. It's um, everything now. So, so we're kind of man, just pulling up my little. I saved that article and pulling up the. Uh, you talked about rape seed oil, so that's been rebranded. Um, Huh, wonder why yeah and I'll, <laughs> I'll tell, somehow it just sounds bad i'll tell you why um canola oil to better understand this oil it helps to know where it comes from canola oil is extracted from rapeseed plants that have been bred to have lower levels of toxic uric uricic acid before it was bred this way it was called rapeseed oil and used for industrial purposes because uricic acid is caused in it caused heart damage so we took a perfectly good compound, whatever you want to call it, rapeseed, refined it, and now it's worse for us. Well, they've refined it and renamed it renamed canola it. oil because rapeseed oil actually was when it came out that it was causing heart damage. Oh, so, I see. so then they re 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 refined oh, it, and now it's canola uh, oil. Because what's a canola? I have no idea. I don't know. But why are we eating the, the can- oil? Canola seed. Yeah, right. canola plant i don't know um so yeah it's it's also been linked to vitamin e deficiency shortened lifespan um they just throw that in there shortened lifespan uh yeah and and uh man trans fats all over the place Mm -hmm. so yeah vegetable oils canola oil and all these go through the process of caustic refining which is bleaching and degumming all of which involve high temperatures or chemicals of questionable safety 
questionable safety. So caustic acids. How do these pass the FDA approval? All the, all the food that's that's commercially they, produced has to pass the FDA. They are, but they don't in the UK. Well, UK saying no. I'll tell you how. So that's why the half the yep. ingredients. They Dang. they test it before, but the FDA doesn't require them to test it for residuals left in after the process. Mm-hmm. So it passes before. Before they process it? Before they process it, they test it. And they're like, oh, it has this and they this and this. They don't test the, the they, shelf food? Oh, my gosh. Not for re, not for the residuals of that chemical. Because th- so. See, that's the part. I don't know a lot about the FDA approval process. I would assume that they go and grab a box of Special K and test it, right? Yeah. You tell me that's not the case. No. And, and then, it you know, this gets into the soybean oil stuff I was talking about. 20% of calories in a typical American diet are soybean related it's high in omega-6 fatty acids so heart healthy omegas are omega omega omega-3s omega-6 are like your trans fats so that's Uh, the bad the bad ones right uh they increase the risk of inflammation cardiovascular disease cancer and autoimmune diseases soybean oil is typically made from gmos 94 Mm percent of u.s soybean crops are genetically modified Mm mm-hmm um, most Americans use Wesson vegetable oil, which is now made from soybeans. Oh my God. I was going to ask. Wow. So just normal vegetable oil. <clears throat> Ugh. Okay. So what is a good oil? Is there any good oils out there? Um, that you're going to love this one. Uh, there's one of the oldest oils known to man. Pen's olive oil. Olive oil. Pen's oil. <laughs> Pen's oil. Oh, shoot. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. <laughs> Quaker state. <laughs> uh, that, that'll last longer than a week. Um, <laughs> Guarantee that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll last you a month. Olive oil. Oh, olive cool. oil is still one of the best. And if, if you can find one that's cold pressed, then oh. it cuts out the chemical process. Costs more. Mm. Oh, but I wonder what costs more. Cancer treatments or buying cold yeah. pressed oil. So yeah. can you can you use like olive oil in a like get a vat of it and yeah, it depends on what... Uh, some people deep fry stuff at their home, right? We don't have a deep fryer, but some people do. And you dump in the vegetable oil thinking, oh, it's vegetable oil. It's got to be healthy. It's vegetables. Vegetable yeah, it's made oil. out of squished up vegetables. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Soybean. Hey, one thing before my computer dies. Let's look at even Heinz ketchup. Half the ingredients again. Okay, so here's the difference. Tomatoes, spirit vinegar, sugar, salt, spice... Herb, ac- herb extracts and spices. That's in the UK. American. You got to call it a tomato then. Yeah. If, if we're talking the UK version. But the American is a tomato concentrate, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup, corn, again, again, regular corn syrup, salt, spice, onion powder, and natural flavoring. Half the ingredients and the ingredients that are being used in the UK appear to be a whole lot better. This is from Food Babe. And if y'all want to uh, look at some other um, options, there's one called Distractify as well. So I just wanted to point that out from a computer died. Sorry, fellas. Wow. That's, yeah. that's scary. Boy, this is kind of open to my eyes, guys. Well, it's and, and this is what's, I mean, this is why we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about it. Because, you know, man, for the most part, you know, growing up, playing sports, trying to be physically healthy or physically superior in competition, blah, 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 trying to be strong and endurance and this, that, and the other. So you're, when that is your lifestyle, you're typically drawn to, you know, diet. Diet is a big part of that, right? And, And there is such a lack of what goes into the food that is easily accessible that has become an everyday item. So if you walk through the grocery store, Basically, anything in a box is processed. Mm -hmm. If it's in a box, it's processed. It doesn't matter what kind of box. And then if you want to talk bread, if you look at bread, store-bought bread, look at all the other. So there should be like four ingredients in bread. Flour, uh, salt, uh, yeast, Yeast, and uh, uh, one other baking soda, I think, maybe. Uh, but like four or five ingredients. But if you look at the list of ingredients in store-bought baked bread, there's like 50. <laughs> and a lot of them, like bleached wheat, bleached things, you read that. Bleached flour. Why? Because it's aesthetically, it's white bread. 
It's it's for aesthetics. A lot of it is for to make it look spongy and cushy. It doesn't serve a nutritional value. It's it's a it's visual. Look. Yeah, it's a visual. So is we is like a whole wheat bread because that's not bleach, right? If it's store bought, check it. Enriched. Yeah, it's it'll be enriched wheat. Mm. There's a big difference between Agreed. enriched wheat and wheat. There's like four added ingredients to enriched wheat that are preservatives and visual. Enriched. Look at pasta. Pasta is another one. Yeah, if you buy right. pasta and you just find one that says wheat, eat it. It's fine. If you find, look at how many you find that say enriched wheat. It's like nine to one. Enriched sounds like such a good word. It does. Yeah. It sounds healthy you know almost. Saying? Enriched. Yeah. Enriched because you you want to sub you want to replace enriched with healthy stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's, enriched with your vitamins. Mind, your mind wants to put that in there, right? Enriched. It's, uh, it's chemical added. It's is added basically to, what it yeah. means. Chemical added. Jeez, those dirty buggers, man. It's but to to just have a basic understanding of what you're reading. So so oils. So olive oil is a good one. Um, you've got to watch the, you know, the temperature of how high you can cook things is a big driver. Uh, olive oil, virgin, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. And I'm trying to go down the list. So that's like number one, number two, number three. Um, there are, it's oil, there's risks. So if you can cut out the oil and just cook with butter or water, you know what I mean? Instead of frying, buy an air fryer because instead of soaking right. or submerging things in oil to fry them, yeah. you can spritz them with olive oil and throw them in an air fryer and they cook the same way yeah. or bake them. Um, but dude, just these little things, these little things and and the oils, the oils are terrible, man. Um, so enriched, bleached, enriched flour, enriched flour is bleached flour, bleached with with bleach it goes through a process of bleaching it to whiten it and then you eat it yeah the same so, stuff you clean with yeah <laughs> oh. so do they leave it out in the sun or is it uh we adding clorox wear your rubber gloves and your mask to clean your toilet with bleach but then eat this bread <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy man it's uh <laughs> clorox sandwich mm-hmm. i'm hungry for a peanut for a peanut butter Oh, wow. I don't know how accurate this is, Dwayne, but uh, this says this is from millersgrainhouse.com. The truth about enriched wheat flour, Miller's Greenhouse from Miller's Greenhouse. Enriched flour is flour in which most of the natural vitamins and minerals have been extracted. (laughs) What? So enriched is not enriched. Mm -mm. They've been extracted, not added. They've been extracted. This is done in order to give the bread a finer texture, increase shelf life, and prevent bugs from eating it. If bugs won't eat it, why are you eating it? <laughs> right. Dang. <laughs> so just, just it's all about money, right? Go yeah. down your shopping Longer list shelf next life. time you're shopping and just do me a favor. Just try to find something that has flour, not enriched flour. You can find it, but you got to look. You know, I was telling a friend about wow. uh, what we're going to talk about tonight. And she said, the rule of thumb is shop the perimeter of the store, not the middle. Yeah, Dude. Fruits, vegetables. You know, think about that. Meats. Yeah. Yeah. Meats. You know, the dairy or whatever yeah. and, and uh, produce. Right. That's wow. crazy, dude. Yeah. That's just exactly right. And I think about that a lot because it's like, well, every grocery store has a health food area. Yeah. Well, if that's health food, then what's the rest of the food? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's oh. the- <laughs> No, dude. I mean, you can do a lot and that's it. That's probably one of the most challenging things I think that I face every single day really is food. It's it's hard because you want to talk like whole foods, right? Uh, because that's a term. Whole foods. What's a whole food? It's food that has been grown or raised and it comes to your table. So it's not stuff that goes through a process. It's not stuff that has to be chemically treated or manufactured or, or pressed or um, added you know, all these added things in there, preservatives, you name it. It's just food. So it's mm-hmm. it's meat, it's fish, it's vegetables, depending on where they come from or how they're treated, which I have an article in here about uh, the way they're going to start treating avocados to try to keep them. And that's scary. Um, but anyway, there's there's a lot of things out there. So if you just focused on whole foods, you know what I mean? The ditch, ditch the snack crap. Like when I think, I was thinking about this the other day. So if we were to go to like a whole food deal, so if you're, you sit down for dinner, you have your meat, you have your vegetable, you have your, your whatever, 
and you eat that. And then snacks. What are snacks to you guys nowadays? If you named like your top five snacks, what are they? They're usually like cheddar cheese, chips, yeah. chips, big time, pretzels, che- crackers, Cheez-Its, sure. uh, cheese, it's goldfish. Yeah. Uh, what are some other? I'm a chips and salsa guy. I love chips and salsa, tortilla mm. chips oh, and yeah. salsa. Yeah. Um, chips and cheese. Yeah. So I think when I think snacks, you know what I mean? When you think of people grabbing snacks or let's have a snack, it's it's usually something like that. All of those are processed. Every single one of those. Sure. So if, if you were to just eat your meals and have your base foods, and then if you considered snacks like fruits and vegetables throughout the day, just doing that little change, you'd probably be, oh, it'd be huge. 100% healthier. Well, see- just with that one little change. Agree. So my kids love, we've got like all the, the ranches and the ketchup. There's even a cranch now that has ketchup and ranch. I don't like it. The kids do. There's Sounds Chick-fil-A like a sauce. Dip. I mean, dude, there's like. We, I love ranch and ketchup mixed together. Taste-wise. We've got, we've got a whole it. thing, a whole section of the fridge just for for condiments <laughs> like then the kids man my daughter she grabs it and she as much as she can get on it on that carrot man it's oh it's yeah. soaked yeah so i, think I, I should... agree a carrot, yeah man but when you throw all that crap on it's like i think you're diminishing the whole value of eating <laughs> vegetables if you soak mm-hmm. it in crunch yeah yeah <laughs> you know? should call it retchup Ratchup, <laughs> <Retch> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Cranch, no, it's ratchup. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that that discussion happens too, right? So then, so there's other alternatives. Uh, hummus. Yeah. Hummus, Dude, hummus yeah. dips. They make all kind of different hummus dips. If you've ever made hummus fresh, you can make it fresh, and it's super healthy. Is that garbanzos in it? Yeah, yeah. Super healthy. Like you take out all the because you take away the process to get it to the store already made with all the preservatives and nonsense. If you make it at home, dude, it's healthy as healthy as can be. Mm. Then if you took that and you added some ranch dip spice instead of all the gunk that goes in ranch, you could give it ranch flavor, but it would be. 10 times healthier than any ranch and then dip your carrots and celery in that. Yeah. Maybe just to try. And what I think about, like here's some, what would you call that? that? There's cranch, retchup, and then that would be, that would be, uh, hmm, ranch hummus, uh, rummus, rummus, (laughs) rummus, ranches, ranchmus, rambus, rumbus, (laughs) how much? (laughs) Hanch. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I mean, those those little options, right? I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it but it's tough because I'm with you. It's uh, but what I found about kids and myself is if none of that stuff's in my house, and the alternative is there, I'll I'll eat the alternatives. Look at the delicious yeah. meal goes both ways. Yeah, right, right. The fresh stuff that uh, Sunshine made for us today. Right, right. Veggies, grapes. Beautiful. You know, yeah. I just made, uh, I got a bunch of elk meat and I just made some some fresh jerk, <clears throat> jerky. But it got me thinking now. It's like I went to uh, Cabela's and I got the jerky kit. It's like five in one, the original. There's pepper, spicy, sweet and hot, all that, a bunch of different kinds. And then you soak it in that stuff. So I'm thinking, did I, dang, did I like ruin it by... I mean, it has to have the jerky cure too. So, hope I didn't just ruin my. It, it's really good. You didn't. <laughs> I should have brought some. Dang it! You didn't make it healthier. But most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, a lot of that's just salt. It's spices. Yeah. True. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you add the liquid, and the liquid's usually water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that's just spices. You know what I mean? You're not adding bleach. Yeah. You're not adding. I'm not bleaching the. Elk. Yeah. The yeah. preservative is the salt. Right. You're not adding chemical preservatives or gases or uric acid or any of this <laughs> bullshit. High fructose corn syrup. So, you know what I mean? But there, there's a balance, Omega dude. six. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's a balance. Right. As long as you right. don't bathe it in soybean oil and then yeah. make jerky. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, if you do that, I gotta. I think you got to revoke your elk card and come pick it up. <laughs> uh, you are disqualified to hunt. Hey, can I tell one other quick story about the international food stuff? So Heineken, back to beer, right? So Heineken has been shipped from Europe for a long time, hundred plus years now, right? Well, I was I was in Bozeman, finished up my my degree at Montana State University, and I did a 
uh, a project with the Bozone Brewery that has the amazing Plum Street Porter. And he was going to go from keg only to bottles. And we asked him, like, okay, what kind of bottle do you want to go with? And he didn't miss a beat. He's like, I want the, the, the dark ones. Like, he was very adamant about that. So I'm like, well, why? Why are you so adamant about that? So then he told me the story about Heineken. He's like, well, did you hear about Heineken? I had no idea. So Heineken was, we've consumed it forever. It's always come across across the, the sea. And it was always in the keg form when it got here. And, or no, I'm sorry. It was always in the bottle form. Well, they just shipped, they, they recently started shipping it over in the kegs. So I had it backwards. And Americans got it in the keg form. And it tasted totally different. Like, no, we rejected it. Like, this is not Heineken. This this tastes, this is nothing like the bottled, green bottle Heineken. This is nothing like that. Well, what happened was as they shipped it over, the yeah, the UV light skunked the beer. So Heineken had to go back and skunk the kegged beer for Americans to accept it. It's <laughs> like, wow, I had no idea. Because <laughs> so, Heineken comes in a green bottle. Green bottle. Green which does not the let the, yeah, the UV goes through clear and green bottles. Yep. It does not go through brown bottles. Yeah. So the brown bottles skunk the beer. So anyway, there's another little brown interesting. Brown bottles do skunk it? No, they do not allow the UV light through. They slow like it down. The green yeah. and, and the. That's interesting. Yeah. Do, you re- do you realize that like um, Miller has always been in a clear bottle? Yeah. And so it was actually Corona, Corona too. Yeah. I wonder what effect well, that again, has. Coming from overseas back in the day, I'm sure it was on a boat oh. coming from Europe, you know, Heineken. So that makes so much sense. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it was sitting on the deck. Who knows? Right. Mm. But lots of opportunity for it to get skunked mm-hmm. on the multi-month trip over. Right. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I had no idea. But yeah, buddy. Another difference between. Us and them, huh? Skunk it. Skunky. Americans like skunky. Skunky beer. <laughs> right? <laughs> skunky Heineken. Yeah. It's uh it's weird, man. Food is food is such a crazy thing. You know, nutrition. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you need? You know, to me, like this the simple approach to me is you can break it down a couple ways, but I think the most simple way to look is calories. Right. Because our bodies burn calories. That is the unit of fuel, the unit of measure, the unit of fuel that your body needs Mm -hmm. to move, to function. So what you put in it is converted into a calorie. So depending on what you put in it, what source you put in it determines what process that takes to convince it to convert that to a calorie, how easy it is, how hard it is, how efficient it is, how clean it is, how dirty it is. And then it's up to you to burn those calories. So if you're taking in more calories than you burn, you get fat. If you take in less calories than you burn, you get sick. So that's like the basic equation. So depending on what food source you take in, so if you grab a handful of, okay, beef. So now the density, the yeah. density of calories. So oil is at the very top or very bottom, however you want to look at it. Very, very dense. <clears throat> yeah. Like one cup of oil will be two, three. That'll be all of your calories for the day. I, right. So very dense calorie. But then on the opposite end, iceberg lettuce, you could eat a lot of it. There's not a lot in it too. 98% right? so, water. Yeah, so the denseness of of the calories too is is a factor. Right. What how many? So when you put a meal together, right, you can take I think it's three ounces, three ounces of beef, like like s- steak. Um not a lot of fat. So you take like a, a good steak, right? With not a lot of fat in it, three ounces, three to six ounces. I think it, well, maybe it's six, Dave, six ounce steak that is lean that's right. yeah. is roughly 350 calories. Okay. So the equivalent of a six ounce steak for like vegetables, if you took 300 calories of vegetables is like a giant salad bowl full of vegetables without dressing. 
or oil, vinegar right. and oil, things right. like that. So it's, again, how much can you consume to achieve your caloric needs? Ice cream. You take basically two scoops of ice cream and you've got 600 calories. Are you full? No, you're going to keep eating. So what, what body type? How does your body work? Are you eating? Are you one of those people that want to eat till you're full? Well, if you're going to eat till you're full, then you need to watch what you're eating so you can eat more to take in less calories. But then when you start adding in oils and adding in some of these things that we were talking about, they're, they're not useful from a calorie standpoint, body fuel thing. All they're doing is adding chemicals into the mix. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're literally junk, you know, the term junk food. They are junk. They do nothing but poison you in a sense, right? Are they useful? Sure. They're useful to make stuff not stick or to cook it better, keep it juicy. They do things on the surface, but when you ingest them, they are not a fuel source. They're just a poison essentially. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it that way, you can make changes accordingly, right? Not saying don't use them, just make better choices and use less of it. Because what is that? purpose of that item the purpose of that item is to make my seasoning stick to it so it cooks better well one do i need it two is it really that big a deal to wash the pan if it does stick a little bit Uh, maybe i don't eat the poison Mm. i mean those are all choices you make but then you start looking at how much you can eat blah 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 like me i like to eat a lot like to eat a lot a lot of times throughout the day because if i get a chance i'll sit down and eat a bunch of junk because i i just know myself so i try to eat more bigger meals, but I try to feather my calories through the day. I'll have one, one meal you eat like a king, right? Next meal you eat like a, not quite so much king. And then the third meal you want to eat like you're on a budget. (laughs) So usually before you go to bed, you don't want to load up on a bunch because then you sleep and all that calorie, blah, blah, blah. So an abundance of calories, right? So it depends on what you're trying to do, right? Um, There's a lot of confusion and a lot of life hacks and, pills and bullshit you can take but if you just look at food as fuel and calories it's what am i putting in versus what am i putting out what other junk is coming in with those calories that i have to account for right Mm -hmm. and what are the what are the causes like if you're eating a lot of fried foods there's probably a reason why your knees hurt your joints hurt your back hurts this is stiff this is hard this doesn't work right my blood pressure's up because those oils and all that junk that you're consuming on a regular basis is attacking you at a cellular level and causing inflammation so your body attacks itself because it's not functioning properly that's why your knees hurt that's why your joints ache that's why you're you don't feel good that's why well, you have Matt, low energy they have a prescription for that though yeah <laughs> exactly Let's go get a yeah. prescription inflammation is a huge thing and oh, it's, yeah. a lot of it's self-imposed you know one one of my rants is this diet stuff you know whether it's a cola or whatever if you know if you're into pop and mountain dew or whatever you're you're drinking my opinion mountain dew with sugar is way better than this chemical sugar I'm telling you, it, it, that's all it is. It's just chemicals. A chemical oh, like the sweetener. throwback, throwback Mountain Dew yeah. with the, the okay with all this artificial sweeteners and everything. I don't see how that's any more healthy than sugar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I just it's not a very smart thing to drink a lot of colas and yeah you know, sodas, but it's um, yeah we keep the kids away from yeah sodas and the high fruit is it soda syrup. soda or cola or pop? What do you soda pop pop pop, pop. Soda pop. Soda pop. Soda pop. It's, uh, yeah, it's garbage. Again, why do you need it? Yeah. Like, the amount of sugar in a soda, like, is, uh, if you just cut out the soda and filled the sugar, the can full of sugar, <laughs> it's, it's like a third of the can. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's like it's that nuts. much sugar per can of soda. Well, so, you're saying my root beer float is not very healthy it's your taste good <laughs> nah <laughs> it's, good. it's not but dude right. it's it's also life right yeah like it's every now and then you yeah splurge moderation yeah right exactly i think that's the key man that's yep. the key but you're right dave the diets you dude diets are diets are dangerous certain fads and diets are crazy can, mm-hmm. like can you imagine if you just I know our our bodies are different than a vehicle, but if you look at the way they work, they're very similar. 
So if you were to take an engine and you you only gave it good fuel, not ethanol fuel, Ugh. but you gave it fuel, clean fuel, high octane, clean burning fuel, it's going to run better. You're going to get better mileage. You're going to get better engine life. What if you started adding acid to the fuel? What would that do? Mm-hmm. Well, it would start rotting the Probably lines. nothing initially, right? Yeah, maybe but one tank here and there. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you ran it every time, Keep all the going. time. Yeah. I'd say the longevity of that motor is going to shell and it's going to shell hard. Yeah. Now, what if what if you gave just enough acid in the gasoline, but what if you put a little acid in the engine oil and the mm-hmm. lubrication of the oil? Oh, your knees would hurt. Oh, this mm-hmm. wouldn't work right. I'd get stiff. I would have arthritis. I would have issues with my cartilage and my joints and my heart. Like start making you start noises. adding things like that should just be oil, not oil and sand and <laughs> bleach and uric acid yeah. and all this garbage, right? So again, man, not to get off on a total tangent, like it, in my opinion. It is impossible to eat perfect. Impossible. Oh, it is. It's just yeah, impossible. Yeah. Given today's culture and the way we live and the way we have to live and the way things are, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But we could do a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, and you got to balance it out with the budget too now, right? Because all this healthy stuff, guess what? You're paying way oh, more for that yeah. now, right? It's I mean, cheaper yeah. to eat at McDonald's and have all those uh, yeah, carcinogens. So it's just, just the, the food, you know? I mean, eh. God, what did I read? One of those oils. I think it was, uh, I think it was canola oil, um, was proven with meats. If it's on meat and you microwave it, the carcinogen growth within that meal is, is, or the meat goes up. It's like 25%. It, it, there's a, there's a, a large I mean, any jump in carcinogens, but for whatever reason, that combination of things, it makes it bind to certain things and creates basically a plume of carcinogens. Boom. And then you eat it. Dang. So, mm. I mean, just something to be aware of, right? Mm. So, so watch what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Look at the label. Do the research. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Stay away from oil. Longer. Yeah, live longer. You, you really need to watch your labels. Right. For sure. We're Dude. not talking about the label labels. We're talking about food labels, by the way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not labeling it. Uh, it's the labels that are on it, um, the nutritional values. Uh, sugar, I guess one last thing to touch base on sugar. You know, there's a lot of sugar is, is one of the worst things for us. Um, I would argue oils are probably above sugar, honestly, with overall health. But sugar is a very close, mm-hmm. if not right there. And, and an easy thing to do without getting all long in the bullshit about it is when you pick something up and you look at it, look at the added sugar line. Like you can buy, like I use ketchup. You can buy ketchup, regular ketchup. If you just grab a bottle of ketchup, doesn't matter what brand. And you look at it, there's added sugars in there of like 14 to 15 grams per serving. Per serving. Per serving. Isn't that gram like one of those little cubes? I, I, I'm not sure exactly how much. I, probably. I think one of those little cubes remember. you put in tea back in the day. Right? That makes the sense. Little, that makes sense. Little half inch cube things. Now yeah. that's I remember. per serving. Per so serving. a serving of ketchup is like a tablespoon. Hmm. Damn. So if you go <laughs> like on a big burger, you know, big, big squish, uh-huh. that's probably two servings. So you just added 28 grams of sugar to your burger. Wow. Yeah. Or you go right next to it and you grab the one that says no added sugar. And if you turn the label around and look. It's three grams of sugar. Mm. So just that little change, if you just pay attention to added sugars, you're good. You know, you take juices, orange juice in particular. Um, oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's natural. Isn't there some natural sugars? in? You can buy them that have no added sugar. And yeah. that's all I'm saying. Look for the ones that don't yeah, have yeah. added sugar. Yep. And if you just start with like basic things like that, just to raise your awareness and change a little bit, you're one, you're going to be a lot more uh you'll be a lot more 
probably prone to success in your lifestyle change and your healthy building blocks will start building. You'll it'll be more sustainable rather than trying to go from yeah the at- atomic nothing. atomic yeah. habit approach right yeah, start slow and small build. habits yeah, yeah. the power of small habits right yep. yep so if you just start with those two things you know whole foods and added sugars and oils like those three items which <laughs> what you'll huge. find are those are big things yeah man. they are yeah. really those huge. are giant yeah. bullets that you have to dodge that is mm-hmm. good to know so but it makes a difference man good info absolutely. Watch what, watch what you're eating. Well, I'm learning here, guys. Incredible. This is great. I'm not contributing much, but I'm learning a lot. <laughs> man. We're all learning. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Added, man, added sugars. Dude, they're in everything. Added sugar. It's like, why do you have to add sugar to ketchup? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want sugar on my too? burger. <laughs> Ironically enough, mustard is is really good for you. And oh. there's very, very little sugar in mustard. Mustard. Ooh. Mustard is pretty good. Mm. Uh, like mustard is a great thing to use as a condiment if you like it over ketchup or any like mayonnaise, any of that stuff. Mm. See, that's yeah. the case for eating hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> mustard. Right. So healthy. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> like it. And good, healthy. <laughs> good, good enriched buns with yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, beef and pork and chicken. Mustard, nugget, baby. Whatnots. <laughs> right. I, I hope brown mustard falls into that category i like the spicy brown yeah mustard. i do too yeah i don't know buddy i'd be it hey something to check into man mm-hmm. something to look into i guess spicy mustards and then uh what's the other thing uh wasabi oh, yeah wasabi oh yeah wasabi. Oh. awesome stuff i yeah. love wasabi yep yeah man shoot guys good stuff i guess on that note huh watch last, your labels uh, <laughs> <laughs> watch your labels yeah. watch your energy go up yeah so yeah right. check the oil <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well shoot peace out huh yeah, yeah. thanks everyone